to the Bedpost Podcast. I, of course, am your host, Aaron Pym, and what I like to do here on the pod is bring fun and sexy guests into the studio to talk about sex and sexuality. I'm very excited to welcome someone, a good friend of mine, welcoming them back to the podcast. Back, back, back again is professional pleasure provider, Lush Lynn. Hi, Lynn. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me back again. Oh my god, my absolute pleasure. Anytime. <laughs> come on, come on every week. <laughs> hey, <laughs> don't tell me. With me. <laughs> hey, I've I've been told I can talk a lot, so you never know. I could I you know, it could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> we could get up to all sorts of trouble, I'm sure. Shenanigans. Lots of shenanigans. Yes, the most. <laughs> no, you're great. You're a great conversationalist. I know I always just enjoy you as a human. So Aww, it's, thank I'm you. always happy to have you back on the pod. We have some fun <laughs> topics today, too. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, excited to get into them. But before we do, um, mm-hmm. can we just kind of talk about who you are for people who haven't maybe, you know, heard about you or heard your previous episodes just say maybe what is a professional pleasure provider? Yeah, so I've I've always liked that term, professional pleasure provider. Um, I often say too, I'm I'm also a professional pleasure pursuer. Um, uh-huh. I uh, I think that the the best way to learn about new pleasure is to go seek it out, and uh, and I've done that through a variety of different ways, and eventually I, I turned it into my job. So, um, yeah, you know, once you, you learn a lot of things, you're like, Hey, how can I do this, uh, do this more often and, and get paid for it too. That'd be great. Um, love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I kind of started on this journey about, Oh, I want to say six, seven years ago now, I guess. Um, I don't know. What is time anymore? Right. Um, I'm like, we're in the 20s, right? Of years? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not 1999 any longer, Lynn. I hate to tell you. Right. <laughs> Y2K happened. Right. Yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a lot of things. Um, I, I used to be a fairly uh, conservative, uh, family-driven uh, mom, church lady type person. Yeah, God-fearing woman. Yeah, and you know, I decided to stop fearing God and just embrace all the great things that God made. Um, (laughs) 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 Um, So, uh, yeah, now I am, I mean, I'm still a mom. I have uh, a couple teenagers at home um, and I, uh, I get to do all kinds of fun things with my, my other time when I don't have of my teenagers at home. Um, <laughs> That's a way to put it. I suppose, yes. Um, so yeah, I uh, I started doing a variety of different kinds of sex work uh, over the years. And uh, I, I do things like erotic massage. Um, I do what I call pleasure play dates, which are more of like a full pleasure type of session Ooh. with you know more interactive uh, touch and so on. Um, and I also do kink exploration sessions. Um, That's up my alley. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) I like, I like. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't specifically call myself a dom, um, because... I do I do that sometimes in a in a session it may be it may look a little bit like that but mm-hmm. what I really like to do with folks is help them explore yeah. and that could look like a lot of different things. Um, it could be purely a sensory thing. It could be purely a psychological thing. Um, it could be um, just talking about kink and 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 helping someone figure out okay what is it that I 
what have I seen that I like and what is it about it that I like and how can I incorporate that into maybe relationships that I already have or or how do I seek out um, encounters or relationships to for that specific type of purpose mm-hmm. um, some people would I, some sessions I've had have kind of actually been like dating coaching in mm-hmm. a way um, yeah, so I do a lot of different things. Um, and then over the past few years, I've been studying uh, somatic sex education and body work, um, which oh is kind of like if you took um, a physiotherapist and a massage therapist and a trauma specialist and a talk therapist and a sex worker and put them all together that's me Uh, yeah yeah that's kind of what i do um and so sometimes people will see me for sessions to to work on a a particular trauma that they may have or maybe they'll want they want to work on something um just about figuring out how they can access more pleasure in their body um it might be something like masturbation coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, that's one of our lovely topics. I can't yes, wait. Yeah, yeah. yes. Um, uh, it might be something, it might look a lot like a, an erotic massage um, with like embodiment and breath work um, exercises that are thrown into that as well. So, uh, yeah, I do a lot of different things. You certainly fucking do. Jill of all trades <laughs> over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like when you find something that you love, you'd like to explore different aspects of it, right? So. Yeah, I feel like you're coming at this from so many different angles, you know? That's yeah. something that I really, I really appreciate in you. Like you could facilitate like, uh, like a session with you could look a thousand different ways I feel like depending on the needs of the client or you know what they want to accomplish or explore their intentions for the scene you know it could look absolutely like, yeah like so yeah. so like such a huge spectrum of what this can look like you know yeah it it, it really is different with everybody yeah yeah and mm-hmm. how how do you find out like because um I like when I have new new people who are like new to kink come into the dungeon. A lot mm-hmm. of times people don't have the like language to kind of to communicate what they're really there for. So I'm curious how do you kind of determine which way to go with this session? Mhm. Um well, part of it is because that's a skill in itself. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> kind of extrapolate Some... and mind read what the hell they yeah. need out of you, you know? Yeah, and I really feel like for a lot of people, what's really beneficial is to kind of do um, a little uh, phone call or video call session first, mm-hmm. um, and so. Sometimes with folks, I'll say, well, why don't we do like a little video call for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, and we'll talk about what it is that you're wanting to explore. Um, and sometimes it's 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 fairly simple. You know, yep. they have an idea of what they want. Like they're like, oh, well, I think I want I want a massage um, and I just want I, I, and they'll say, oh, I want you to, you know, explore me. I'm like. I can do that, no problem, and, and I will ask a couple of questions before we get started, but it, you know, it's a fairly basic, you know, hour-long appointment or hour-and-a-half-long appointment maybe, mm-hmm. and most of that is them getting a massage, and it's just that the kind of massage that I do is it's their whole body mm-hmm. or all the parts of their body that they want to be touched, mm-hmm. you know, so I will ask people questions like, you know, how do you, how do you want to feel? Um, at, at the end of this session, um, what parts of your body would you like extra attention on? It, what parts of your body do I need to know information about? Do you like? Is there injuries I should know about? Is there any spots in particular where maybe you're just you're really ticklish, or maybe you you don't really want to be touched in a certain area? What does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. Um, and just fleshing it out that way, and then when in more kind of I would say complicated sessions or, or sessions that where there's a lot more on the table, mm-hmm. uh, like, a, like a kink exploration session, 
in those sessions, you know, I will spend at least the first half hour of the session in, in, a, in a first session specifically going over, again, how do you want to feel? Um, how do you want to feel during the session? How do you want to feel at the end of the session? Um, asking them about their previous experience with um, maybe the particular kink that we're doing or other kinds of kink and why they wanted to do something different maybe mm -hmm. as well. Like a lot of times people are a lot more able to explain what they don't want yeah. than what they do want. Yeah. An uh, example of this is like, I love how you asked the question, what parts of just like in the, even just in a, like a massage exploration kind of session, you're asking what parts of your body would like extra attention. I think that's mm -hmm. important because I think a lot of us as providers do ask the question like, is there anywhere on your body I shouldn't touch you? You know, are there mm -hmm. any injuries? What's going on? I feel like we have those questions that are surrounding like physical limitations and whatnot, but often mm -hmm. we're not asking those other questions, the yeses, those, yeah. you know, those parts. So like, where should I touch you? Where should I touch you extra? Where should, you know what I mean? Asking totally. the pleasure side of it, not just asking the kind of stay away, the nose, the taboos, asking right. the other side of the coin. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and a lot of that is to, you know, kind of cover our own butts, you know, make sure that we are, um, you know, not doing crossing boundaries, not doing things people don't want, not sure. doing things that are going to, you know, get them out of that experience. But that's just one side of it right? Mm -hmm. Like it's just as important for us to know um, what are things that someone has already identified for themselves that they love, mm -hmm. um, thing, different kinds of touch. Um, like I've had people sometimes say to me, they're like, uh, oh, can you make, you know, spend lots of time on my uh, massage my head and my neck. Mm. And for some folks, you know, if you've gone for a regular RMT style of massage before. You you may have had your head massaged, um, but unless you specifically ask for it, it's probably not even included in a, in a full body massage. And right. quite frankly, lots of parts of you are probably not included in a full body massage. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. So being able to say, oh, I really like, you know, this specific part of my body. Um, I like pressure, maybe this kind of pressure in this certain part of my body. Or I like, you know, having your head massage might feel great, but what they really might like is having, you know, fingernails dragged along their scalp. Mm -hmm. Well, if you can identify that specifically to someone, um, you know, I always say to my clients, I'm like, if, if you ask for it, you just might get it. Like, <laughs> That's how it happens. Yes, that is exactly how that works. <laughs> yeah, ask for what you want, right? Ask for what you want and you just might get it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck around and find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I think one of the questions that I asked that is kind of like along these lines, like, you know, usually you're like, okay, what kind of activities would you like to get up to today? What kind of kinks are we playing with? We kind of have this broad conversation. And then I always kind of zero in and I'm like, is there an activity that you would be like really upset if we didn't get to it today? You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. What's, that... what's the must do yes. <laughs> on yeah. the must do list? And then yeah. there's the like to do list. And then there's the, yeah, that's okay if we include it. And then there's the meh. Don't really care if we get to that. But if you, you know? <laughs> really want to do it, then I'll do it. Like I'm over. Yeah, to it. like like make sure you you communicate what those things are that are important to you that you really want to include. Because there's so many providers I I know too that like, you know, say they use the same language for what they offer, but what the experience is is actually very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, like like a massage is such a like it's such a basic term that can mean a lot of different things. Yes. Um, so to be yeah. specific is like really important. Yeah. And it's helpful, right? Because like, if you don't tell me anything, yes, I can still give you a massage. Yeah. But it probably won't be what you expected or necessarily wanted. 
it might be delightfully surprising in some ways. You might get thing you might get things that you didn't know you wanted. That that's possible too. Yeah, we might but, magically kind of hit on something that really resonates with you. But sure, you know what's sure. a better way of making sure that happens more often. <laughs> yeah, and and that feedback. Um, is great to give at the beginning, but also to keep giving that feedback throughout a session, whether it's through um, your physical feedback. Like I love it when people uh, will move around on the massage table when I'm giving a massage. Like yep. they'll lean into what yeah. I'm what I'm doing, or they will, you know, their ass will come up off the or their hips will come up off the table a little bit or you know you, you can read body language as a provider absolutely as well yeah all um, these nonverbal cues are really important too yeah sure yeah. sure like you don't always have to have the words for it um or even just you know your moans or your or your um size as you're getting a certain kind of touch can tell people a lot but you can also give words while you're receiving some kind of um touch you can you can say things like oh that's so good but just a little bit lower or just a little bit higher yes yes yeah like the the little uh redirect just a little little adjustment a little adjustments yes yes or oh that feels so good could you keep doing that but like spread your hands a little wider or could you keep doing that but maybe put like if you're just using fingertips maybe put your whole hand down for more pressure like you can ask things like that I love how specific this is because I think people who come in as clients you know of providers are often have like a very binary kind of understanding of how you know, generally how, how consent works in situations like this, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I'll tell you what we want to do and I'll tell you what we don't want to do. And there we go. And it's like, no, there's like, you know, if, if I'm doing something that's like almost perfect, like by all means, me as a provider, even as me, like I'm a dominant, you know, in the dominant role, like I, I'm, I'm still here. I'm a service provider. I'm here for you. Yeah. And I want to know those things, you know, so then, then yeah. I can decide as a dominant whether you deserve them or not and whether I can sure. tease you with them and not quite give it to you until right at the end. But I can't do any of that nuanced kind of play un- unless I actually have that, uh, yeah. that specific information from you. Yeah. 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 Like it's, your job as someone going in for a session and being the receiving person is to help us help you have the best kind of experience. I love that. This is your job. Yeah. I have a job. Yeah. I'm the provider. Your job. Yeah. Your job <laughs> is like to that. help me help you have that yes. great experience. And, you know, the more information that we have, you, you know, to, to work with, the better, the closer to a perfect experience this is going to be, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right? So why not aim for perfection? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a possibility. Why not aim there? (laughs) Yeah, let's set that bar high, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get ambitious with this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I should say a big part of a lot of the sessions I have, especially with my like with my ongoing clients, is teaching them this. Mm-hmm. Right. We have I think in our culture, especially we have such a, a very um, we, have a, we have a binary understanding of what um, being a giver and a receiver is mm-hmm. and what um, being a, a client and a provider is and, and this idea of I'm the one who is paying for the service. You are the one who are is giving me the service. So therefore, um, it's just but it doesn't have to be quite so um, two sided. It, it, it can it can flow a lot more. Yeah, we're, both, think, we're two humans in the room. Right, right. We're two humans in the room and we're ha- still having a shared experience, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we're still feeding off of each other's energy as well. And the more that we can be open about where each other is at, the the better it's going to be. 
Like even as a provider, I often like to say to, to clients, like if there's something going on in my body that is preventing me from doing something or is causing me pain in some way, mm-hmm. I know a lot of times as a provider, your, your first instinct is to, okay, well hide that because you want to give this sexy perfection type of image yeah, power through it, perhaps. Yeah, you want to power yeah. through it or you want to, um, you know, you don't want to have a, a weakness, especially when you're if you're doing a situation where you are being dominant with someone. Yeah, it's it, you don't yeah. want to have that perceived weakness, but you don't want to, like, break the fantasy of the. Yeah, yeah, power dynamic, perhaps, even if it's just like pleasure, like provider client power dynamic you know you want to we're providing a fantasy a lot of times that's kind of what we do right so it it seems like you're you know sometimes you might be uh, apprehensive to to break that and be like oh hey actually that position isn't great for me today (laughs) like or I got I have a cramp I need to give me a second like whatever it is right you know like do you really want someone to power through something painful for them and not for them not to really enjoy it and not be able to really give their all there you go yeah it's you're not going to really be getting their all because they're going to be holding back so that they can function right so a one thing I do Um, and, uh, especially in doing things like massage or even just finding different positions and other kinds of sessions is like, I'm very, um, cognizant of how I can support myself in the best way. So like, for example, one thing I do when I'm giving massages on a massage table is I always, uh, offer to put a a bolster under people's feet. Right. And then as I start working on their legs and stuff, what actually ends up happening is I, I can lean onto that bolster, take pressure off of my own back and massage up people's legs and onto their ass in a way that is not putting any strain on my own body. That's so important. And, I love that you're bringing right? this up. Yep. Yeah. Like, why not make it more comfortable for yourself? Because the fact is, the more comfortable you are, the longer you can do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that is pleasurable for someone else and not suffer um, later perhaps maybe you know and not if, suffer later yeah. yeah yeah and and be able to fully get into what you're doing like I even I had a situation the other day where you know someone wanted me to get on my knees to give them a blowjob mm-hmm. you know what I'm in my 40s <laughs> I have hardwood floors yeah no hard no um <laughs> yes, I could go on my knees, but you know what? I just grabbed a yoga bolster, put it under my knees, and guess what? I'm comfortable, and we're, we can go ahead. And it just takes a, a, a minute of like, all right, we can do that, but just a second. Let's do that. Let's adjust. <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah, and that's fine, yeah. If, yeah. Especially, like, I think that's important for people who do want to, you know, give this dominant fantasy as well. It's like... If somebody is at wanting me to peg them in a certain position, like I know what positions are easiest for me, you know, mm-hmm. um, like for my back and stuff like that and like my legs mm-hmm. and everything, even just my center of gravity and yeah, what feels, again, what is easier for me so I can be doing my job, you know, and not yeah. worrying about this, you know, this is killing me right now. Yeah. So, you know, people want to be pegged. I'm like, I have my couple go to positions that I enjoy. And if they ask me to do another position, I'm just like, sure, but that won't be the majority. You know, we won't be there for super long, just FYI, because that one's difficult for me. So I'll give it to you for a little bit. But like the majority are going to be Oh, look, this shiny thing over here, like these other lovely positions <laughs> that are way easier for me. For instance, yeah. like the, the sex swing is lovely because it's yeah. adjustable for height. Like some surfaces are usually too tall for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and even when I have my lifts, like my shoes on that, you know, jack me up a good four inches, like some are just too high and I mm-hmm. just can't get over in the way that I want to. So like the sex swing, for instance, I'm like, great. Every every time I get in the dungeon, I adjust that thing to my height, like put it way right. lower because that's the easiest way I can do it if I'm standing and I just have them in that swing. So 
Totally. Yeah. yeah. And, and I mean, again, it's, it's one thing to know what your own body needs, but still every client who comes in the door is a different body. Yes. Right. It's, it's a different adjustment. You know, I used to joke around that I had like a preferred height differential. Yeah, for... exactly. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> <was> no joke. <laughs> right. And, and it's funny because I'm like, okay, I know these certain positions that I like, they work well with people who are between this and this height, I love but, that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. um, but the beautiful thing about doing sex work, um, is that you have the opportunity to interact with so many different bodies in mm-hmm. so many different kinds of scenarios. And I have found that people who are outside of that preferred height differential um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I still I can have amazing experiences and experiences that I wouldn't have even tried like positions I wouldn't have even tried with people that are in that zone right but because somebody is like significantly outside of it okay so what does that look like then and and you can you end up having it's like preferences can kind of become uh, a cage sometimes mm-hmm. right like you, you're like oh I know I like this so that's what I'm going to look for yes and yes, yes. the the thing is you know you like this at that one time with that one person and that worked out well great but let's not shut off all these other possibilities there's so many options there's yes. so many options yeah that's so funny um, about the height thing I think that's why I usually just throw them in the swing because height doesn't come into play with that right yes and you're right yeah. in saying like some you know these other positions like with some bodies they work and some bodies they don't the swing always works I think that's why yes. it is my go-to right yes well it, because it puts it puts them at one height yes right that it. you know works for your body exactly. so it, it it adjusts them into something that works for you <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah, no, I mean, tools like swings and, and pillows and, and even wedges. just having wedges. Yeah, all that stuff. Um, and even like thinking about like oftentimes it's like, oh, you put a, you know, put a pillow under someone's butt or something. It's like, okay, yeah, that could be helpful. Yeah. But you know, sometimes we don't think about adjusting ourselves instead of just adjusting the person we're trying to interact with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so like sometimes I find I'm like, well, what if I stood on a bolster? Or, and, and, you know, of course you gotta be careful where you, you don't want to put that on a hardwood floor where it's going to slip out from underneath you. But if you put it on top of a yoga mat, mm-hmm. you're good, you know, like yeah. different things like that. Um, I should do that rather than just wearing my lifts, my, my shoes, my big shoes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know what, actually, that's funny that you, you mentioned like, you know, trying to kind of jerry rig things in a way like I, I, what I used to do when I started at the dungeon, right? Because like, I'm used to having sex in my space with my stuff I have here. I wasn't used to having sex in that dungeon space where the surfaces are too tall, essentially, most of them, right? So what I used to do is I used to stand on things to make me, you know, a foot taller or something like that. Like, I used to do that, and it was kind of dangerous, quite honestly. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. There was, like, <laughs> the one thing that was a perfect height when I stood on it was, like, a queening chair, like a, uh-huh. a you know, um, like a like a smothering chair. Um, yeah. But honestly, like, that probably, it was just on the hard floor, hardwood floor. <laughs> so, like, honestly, it was not the safest <laughs> thing so I'm glad I figured out another way that was like both giving me the angle I need for my body but also like in a safe way (laughs) totally totally I never thought I would think so much about materials and angles and quite frankly physics yeah Yeah. um quite frankly (laughs) math yeah yeah right um because it's one thing when you have a a, like one partner or or just a a couple partners that you are consistently intimate with or an area or you're doing the sexy things with Mm -hmm. um or it's or if it's always in the same place but when but when you are constantly adjusting to different bodies and different spaces and different Mm -hmm. kinds of um environments you you get really good at like you get creative mm, okay what do we have here <laughs> yeah like I, I've been known to travel like when I you know if I go you know to another city to do 
uh, some sessions and stuff. I actually, I like to drive because that means I can take my crap with me. There you go. Um, Fill up that back seat with like yeah, all your accessibility like, equipment. Yeah, like. there's, there's <laughs> yo- again, yoga bolsters, all yeah. yoga bolsters. Um, and, and, you know, just different things. And, and I'm, I'm one of these people who really likes, I, I, I very much enjoy having people in my space. So if you have I a do lovely go space works, too, by the way. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. It's yeah. like, it's it's wonderful um and so because it's my space all my stuff is here exactly yeah you don't have to carry right. your, a lug a gym bag around town yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> i get that so so i do really appreciate that but if i do have to go other places i'm like okay how can I make myself comfortable there? And, you know, I'll, I'll bring along, I'll bring along a couple candles. I'll bring along a, you know, a, a soft blanket that I like. I'll bring, you know, yeah. again, yoga bolster, um, yeah. different things. And I like how you're just, bringing in now the mood though. You're like, what will make yeah. me feel, you know, this way? Ooh, this, this scented yeah. candle and this, this yeah. texture of a blanket, you know, feels mm-hmm. a little luxurious or whatever. Yeah, like and that. you know, having a couple of these these drinks that I like in the fridge, um, or mm-hmm. or have, having something to offer people too. Like, I've always been big on you know hospitality and having having people in my space is part of that. But even when I go somewhere else, I'm like, you know, my my first thing when someone comes to my space is like, oh, can I get you something to drink? Can I, you know, how do I get you feel feel comfortable? And and so even if I'm working out of another space, I I, I usually try to still have that kind of um option to yeah, you to, want them to, to feel people. cared for you want them to yeah. feel special so it's like yeah like this is their time to 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 fully relax and to it's it's time for them so of course i want to be able to make them as comfortable and take care of as many of their needs as i can yeah. in uh in one go if i can so and, yeah. I, and as someone who has shot content with you I have to say, you make, you get, you lay out a spread. Oh. It is like, <laughs> well, okay, like let, let's 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 not, you know, raise too many expectations here. It's... It is like, come for the spread, stay for the content creation. It is like. <laughs> Like, we don't want everyone thinking that they're going to get fresh cookies when they come in the door, no. but it's a known to happen. <laughs> That's reserved for your dominatrix friends, I guess. Yeah, but maybe. I was like, you are a, the host, a hostess with the mostest. Like, do not. And, you know, that's just part of, of taking care of people. And mm. a big part, like, that is really what I do. I, I, I take care of people. And... They come to see me for a lot of different things, um, whether it's, you know, a friend coming over for coffee or if it's someone coming in because they, you know, want to be subjugated in some way and completely overwhelmed. It's still taking care of people. Oh, yeah. It's all love language. Me beating your ass totally. consensually. That is love totally. language. Me humiliating yeah. you. Erotic humiliation. That is a love language. Yeah. You know, yeah. all of it's, that. It's giving you what you need to feel yourself. Yeah, to meet yourself, yeah. you know. Yeah. Holding up a mirror. Hello. Yeah, yeah. Hello, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, I feel like this is a good natural place to take a break because we sure, have we two really that. lovely um, topics that we want to hit on after mm-hmm. the break. We're going to talk about masturbation coaching and we're going to talk about this new workshop, an erotic massage workshop that you're collaborating yeah. on. So let's Very take a exciting. quick break. We'll be right back with Leslie. Let's take a moment to talk about our lovely sponsors, shall we? First of all, ComeAsYouAre.com is a trans-owned, trans-operated sex shop that also happens to be feminist and anti-capitalist. They carry only the best sex toys and want to give you the best price possible. Next time, use the coupon code BEDPOST, that's B-E-D-P-O-S-T, when checking out at ComeAsYouAre.com. Club M4 wants to officially announce that they are back open for business, baby, at 1989 Dundas Street East, Mississauga. 
Club M4 is the largest sexually charged lifestyle club in the GTA and they are super excited to tell you about their Saturday couples and single women only events. To keep updated on their events, go to at Club M4 events on Instagram or specifically for their kinky events, go to at depraved events on Instagram. And of course, head on down to clubm4.com to see what a lifestyle club by swingers for swingers is all about. Hi everyone, welcome back. We're here with professional pleasure provider, Lushlin. <laughs> now okay we teased out masturbation coaching you mentioned that right near the beginning mm-hmm. when we were talking about all the lovely things you do what mm-hmm. does this look like and how do you even um how do you how do people even know this is an option and something they might enjoy or need tell me yeah. all all the things <laughs> okay well i mean we're recording this I really want to say post-pandemic, but you I'd know, love to say that. <laughs> I know, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Um, yes, we are in. Uh, what, what month is it now? Okay, we're in April again. Yeah, yeah. April. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Okay. So most of us have spent a good chunk of the last, God, two years, <laughs> um, spending time with ourselves. <laughs> Lots. Way too much Lots. time. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, and for some people, that's uh, a, a wonderful experience for the, you introverts out there. Yeah. Um, um, it is not necessarily the same for everyone, but that's okay. Um, but one of the things that a lot of us have spent time doing is masturbating. Hell yeah. And and honestly, <laughs> I think that that is wonderful. I think that it's so great that we have this resource to go back to in our own bodies Mm -hmm. to help us feel connected into our own bodies to help us explore our own bodies and to help us just feel good yeah right no shame like Like, just let's feel good let's have make our bodies feel good and and it obviously extends into way more than just your body but it's like let's just have this body feel pleasure yeah. Right now. yeah. Yeah. And and let's find new ways to do that. And let's find, um, you know, different kinds of pleasure. Right. Like there's a lot of a lot of us are very focused on our genitals when it comes to masturbation. Obviously, yep. they're a huge yep. source of pleasure. There's there's a reason why our genitals are so pleasure pleasure filled for us. They're, they we have lots and lots of nerve endings, and they're it's pretty accessible for most of us to be able to you know reach our own genitals, play with them, and we get a lot of pleasure out of that. Um, but some of the things that we can do to expand our pleasure is to try to incorporate um, more of our body into into our masturbation, right? Yeah. Um, so a masturbation coaching session might look like um, embodiment and breathing exercises that I would uh, help lead someone in. Mm-hmm. And now this, these are sessions that I can do. I do some of them I do through a video call. Mm-hmm. Um, so you could be anywhere in the world. Um, and some of them I've, I've also done them uh, in person, right? So a masturbation coaching session might look like um, us hanging out in the same room, but um, you, the person who is the client would be exploring their own body um, with me kind of coaching them through different things that they can do to expand pleasure for themselves. I love that. So um, to me, that feels like like in the kink sphere within a mm-hmm. scene, if I'm doing something like that, that would be like a J-O-I. You know. Yeah, it it could be a like a JOI, um, mm. so, which is like a, a jerk off instruction type thing. Yeah. Um, but I, what I would would probably be doing is, um, yeah, adding things so that their genitals weren't maybe necessarily the focus yeah. of of what they were doing. Right. Um, another big part of masturbation coaching is having an giving people an opportunity to to tell their history and Mm -hmm. to tell you know their stories about masturbation and what it 
cycle masturbation has looked like for them in the past um, and how they maybe when they were growing up, what that was like, what was really exciting to them um, and also where uh, shame crept in for them. Yeah. Um, and what that looked like and how that's affected them. Um, and I mean, those can churn, those can look almost like more of a therapy type session, right? Yeah. Um, th- then we're discussing tra- traumatic experiences potentially and stuff like that. Right. But, it but it's all part well of it, be. right? We carry all that. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's just a matter of just acknowledging it, right? That, that, that's, you know, certain experiences that they had, have had, have traumatized them in some way or have, you know, added shame to the, to the experience. Um, or have, um, you know, maybe that's been stored in their body in some way. And what maybe, maybe that session for them is, you know, talking about, okay, well, what would it feel like to, to let that part of your body open up? Um, you know, a lot of us, when we masturbated as, you know, as teenagers and as, you know, when we, especially when you live in a house where there's other authority figure type people around you, um, it's it's something that's very hidden and 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 it's done quickly yeah and 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 you might be worried someone's gonna walk in you know yeah yeah or someone's gonna someone's gonna find evidence that you were masturbating or someone's going to um or just you know you're gonna be in the shower too long and you know your your sibling's gonna tease you about it because oh you're taking a really long shower we know what you were doing in there and and at, just at that breakfast, at the breakfast table with your parents right? yeah thanks which, sis Fuck. which then you know <laughs> may make it so that you just can't enjoy a, a nice long luxurious shower now because you yeah. feel like there's this the shame associated with it um maybe it means you hiding under your blankets in your bed because at least then you know no one can see you even if they walk in mm-hmm. um and or quiet toys like not making noises yeah. all this yeah. stuff yeah so yeah so sometimes uh masturbation coaching might be like me i would be encouraging folks to make noise yeah to expand um how they are in their body physically because they don't need to hide um, or they don't need to be quiet, um, or they don't need to worry that someone's coming in the door because you know they know you're in your own space. You're fine. You're free to do what you want. What does that really feel like to you? Um, I love so... all this. Can I say because <laughs> because I I think a lot of us um, a lot of us masturbators haven't really thought how. Our early experiences with masturbation have informed the way we masturbate today, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, us as adults, we're we're like, you know, we're in our 40s at this point, and Mm -hmm. we're still masturbating in that same way. In that Um, headspace. In that headspace. And not even questioning it or thinking about it or analyzing it and not even realizing that um, that we're doing it and that there are other, there's so many other options now that we have our own spaces, a lot of us, you know, or if you don't, you know, you're an adult and maybe you can say to your roommate, yo, gonna masturbate for a little bit, pop in some headphones, uh, for the next half hour or whatever. Yeah, because we're both adults and we both know that we do this and we don't want to, you know, and it's fine. Yeah, don't so, come in this room. Like, give me some privacy. Yeah. I'm having some me yeah. time. Whatever your adult situation looks like now. Even with a partner, that's a thing. Like, I do totally. I do that with my living partner. I'm like, mm-hmm. both of us do that, actually. We're like, I'm going to go have a little masturbate. See you in a few. Like, and just, yeah. you know, mind your business yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> totally. Totally. And that's, I mean, that's something that is, again, ask for what you want. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, someone might say they might not react the way you want them to or they might react in a way that is just like, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Go do your thing and I'll I'll put my headphones on. No worries. Go, you know, but, you know, and if they don't react the way you want, you know what? That is not on you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) It's okay to ask for what you need and ask for what helps you feel good. Yeah. Um the worst someone can say is no. Yep. 
I don't, but, I, or, or no, I don't want to be in that space then. And you know what? They could leave. That's go get okay. some milk. Okay. Go. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're low go... on milk. Yeah. You, yeah. I need some time to myself. It's okay to ask for that. Even if you have roommates, that's, that's totally okay. And I get that um, even that's not accessible for some people. Some people, that's true. for instance, that's have true. caregivers in the house and that's not yeah. an option. But I think as adults, we do, in general, have more control surrounding this than we used to when yeah. we were young adults or, or, you know, teenagers or whatever. Yeah. But of course, our initial um, experiences with masturbation usually are formed as teenagers yeah. um, or even younger. Um, and so we build our patterns, um, in that way and, and patterns are okay. It's, and actually one of my teachers, um, uh, Kath and Jesse's, they're a teacher in somatic sex education and she likes to, or they like to write about, um, making love to your patterns. Mm -hmm. So, you know, finding things that are identifying things that are patterns for you and and being grateful for them for what they did for you yeah I like I like that because it's um I think sometimes with masturbation specifically surrounding vibrators and people mm. with vulvas and vaginas I think Mm -hmm. specifically we are told that you are going to you're going to desensitize yourself and you're only going to be able to have orgasms with vibrators if you use vibrators mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. we should be trying to I, I see the value in this as well like trying out different ways of masturbating like not for yeah. for people with penises maybe don't have the death grip you know try to vary your touch and sensations mm-hmm. so that when you're coming to partnered situations and maybe there aren't vibrators around or whatever you're still able to orgasm i see some Mm -hmm. value in this conversation but i also see the flip side of it uh, as like who cares if you need a magic wand at the highest setting and that's you having an orgasm and you do it that way every time Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. cool for me i'm like so do that then (laughs) like like it's fine who cares yeah. like you know embrace that pattern of like yeah if it gives your body pleasure yes if it works then fucking if it ain't broke then don't fix it you know yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah yeah so there was one other part of masturbation coaching that i wanted to tell you about that i think is super powerful for people mm-hmm. um and so masturbation is almost always a solo activity, right? right? It's something we do by ourselves in private. And it's and it's it's so drilled into our heads. Hopefully if you've had if you've grown up in a household where masturbation was even talked about at all, you know, one of the most basic things we've all heard is that's for you to do by yourself in your room. It's it's private. It's a thing by yourself. And right. that's and so that is so ingrained into most of our heads that, you know, this is just for us. And that is true. It, 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 I mean, it is for us, but the opportunity to have, um, to be witnessed in your pleasure is mm-hmm. a really unique type of thing. And some people sometimes have that opportunity with a partner. Um, I, I've had partners before where a big part of our sex life was masturbating in front of each other and nice. being in that kind of energetic space and, and, and being able to be seen by someone else in that space is a very powerful thing. Um, it's it, it's very intimate. Very, yeah. yeah, it can be very intimate, and it's also it's very it, it's very helpful for people to let go of shame around masturbation. I mean, a lot of us have shame around um, what we might look like when mm. when we're really enjoying ourselves you know we often talk about people's like their cum face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for example and like you know who's you know who's seen your cum face right or or yeah. i know some people who even like the they they want to hide their face when they come mm-hmm. when they're with yeah. a partner because yep. they think that it, it it looks too it's too much <laughs> yeah yeah it's not like you know? that that you know 
you know, the performative aspects of sex sometimes, right? You want to mm-hmm. look a certain way and, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just the, like, when you're really enjoying yourself, it isn't, it's, it's almost like it's an ex- exaggeration of, mm-hmm. um, or, or maybe you get red in the face um, or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, but to have someone be able to um, watch you masturbate, watch you give yourself pleasure and to look at you with kindness and and desire and and, and, yeah. and desire or even 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 um desire yes but also just like acceptance and mm. kindness and like just maybe just smile at you like oh that's wonderful that's that's i'm so glad you get to you, you've you've discovered this for yourself or yeah. i'm so glad that you can you can show me what it is when you really enjoy you know, stroking your penis. Yeah. Appreciation. Yeah. 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 Appreciation. And, and also just like what that, you know, just being able to be open and, and say, this is my whole body and have someone just see that. And this is, this is how my body works. This is how, what happens to my body when I am aroused. This is what happens to my body when I climax and and just have that fully accepted by mm-hmm. another person and not have their climax or the, or their pleasure um be a, a requirement in order for the, your pleasure to be accepted mm-hmm. that's a very it can be a very powerful thing for people yeah that that thing that mm-hmm. very last thing you said yeah yeah it's not it's not a it's only okay to come if you've made the other co- person come first. Right. It's just okay to come. It's just okay to come. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not only is it okay to come, it can actually be like a wonderful, beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. I love how also you kind of brought this to like a body neutrality kind of space mm-hmm. where it's like, I love, like as the as the watcher, you know, it, it could be like, I love that you're you know, your body is giving you this pleasure, like, mm-hmm. like, what a great body, you know, the the body is doing what it's supposed to, you know, it's giving you pleasure. I'm yeah. so happy that your body can give you that pleasure, like taking it to that space, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really, it's really interesting as well. And important. Yeah. yeah. And just and reinforcing to us that, you know, like, our bodies are good. Yeah. Yep. You know, they're, at whatever they're, stage they're at, they're yeah. good. They're capable of... They do things of, for us. They do things for us. Um, we're capable of of receiving pleasure and experiencing pleasure regardless of an interaction with another person. Mm-hmm. There, It's still... You can still have pleasurable experiences. It's not dependent upon... Um, getting something from someone else or do yeah or doing something for someone else yeah 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 Yeah. that you can your body can exist independently you know Mm -hmm. of what Mm -hmm. of for instance yeah you giving the other person the orgasm and that and then you Mm -hmm. can have yours or then you you know just that it it is it is good for what it is it is what it is I like that Mm -hmm. it's an interesting perspective I think Okay, I don't yeah. want to go too much longer without talking about <laughs> this workshop that you're working on about yeah. erotic massage. Can we talk about this for a little bit? Yeah, so erotic massage is one of my absolute favorite kinds of sessions to do with people. Um, and it's something that I, even in, in other kinds of sessions, I'll often start with massage and, and build from that. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in a lot of situations. Um, <clears throat> and it's also something that um, I think that we, uh, that a lot of people don't get to experience because they go for, sometimes people will go for like a regular kind of RMT type massage. Mm-hmm. And, and even that can be really pushing someone's own boundaries and, and comfort levels to do that, right? Because you're still letting sure. someone see your whole body and to touch a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a vulnerable thing. Yeah, yeah. It can be vo- very vulnerable. Yeah. Um, so to when people come and they want to, you know, be touched everywhere, but also are open to 
um, you know, having someone work with, with their energy and work with their arousal, um, that's uh, a, a very, it can be a very powerful experience. Um, and so uh, I'm putting together a workshop with a friend of mine who is uh, a guy who is also, a, he's an RMT and, and uh, a paramedic and, and does Reiki as well. And so he studied some things from a very different perspective than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I've kind of come to it from more of the, um, as a sex worker and as a somatic sex educator and body worker. So together um we've been we've been friends for a a long time and we actually we do massages for each other back and forth we do like massage exchanges oh yeah get it honestly best thing (laughs) i love it love it so much um (laughs) but and and i also just i really really love having someone that i see regularly that gets to know my body Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's been very wonderful to have, um, over the past few years with him. Um, and so together we want to, we're working on, a, a, a workshop. It'll probably actually, it'll probably be a series of workshops and helping people to figure out how to do erotic massage in a way that's comfortable for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is by that, I mean, comfortable for your own boundaries, um, comfortable for your own body like learning how to adjust things um, for your own body so that it is something where you can actually give 100% mm-hmm. um, because you don't have to hold back due to uh, physical requirements for yourself. Um, so we're going to be putting together a, a workshop. Um, some of it will be focused, uh, or one offering of it will be focused on working with people who are sex workers um, who do different kinds of sex work, who want to maybe expand what they do. That's and such a great idea. Yep. Yeah, because, I mean, erotic massage is something that is, you don't need to know full anatomy in order to do it well. Um, a lot of it can be quite intuitive, but it is helpful to have some structure and to learn some basic things. And then once you know those things, you can kind of like free flow with it. Certainly. Um, yeah, I so, did a, I duoed with uh, Eris recently, uh, uh-huh. Mix Eris, and Eris does pressure point stuff. Yeah. And like to to um, duo with them and just to see them kind of sprinkle in some of their like pressure point knowledge into a scene. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, this is this is amazing. Like, so I imagine in the same way, it's like, um you know, for if full service providers, for instance, want to kind of pepper in some of these like erotic massage things that they've learned from your workshop, that would just mm-hmm. that just like would elevate it to this other level. Totally. Right? Yeah. 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 Whether it's it's adding it into sessions you already do or just wanting to say, OK, I want to have a separate offering that I yeah. do um, maybe, you know, on if there's a, a time in your life where you don't want to do full service for a while and you want to do this, I mean, I even have like situations for myself. Like if I'm having a crampy period day or something like that, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to book anything other than massages today that I can do. Options. Right? It's options. Diversifying right? your diversifying. services. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, plus there's also the, the factor of there's, there's some people who, you know, because of relationship agreements that they have, um, or just, you know, their own comfort level, like they're, they're not gonna be comfortable doing a, maybe a full service session or an actual, uh, domination session, but maybe they're like, I really do want to have an interaction with this person. What could that look like? And well, maybe what you could do is a massage instead. It's, it can be yeah. a, a kind of like an intro, right. Or a, a way of having a touch experience without the, so much pressure for for other kinds of things to happen in the session that's a great point um yeah so um so it's good for for clients and for providers i think to just to to diversify and to give give more options um and then we'll also do uh this workshop i think for folks who want to incorporate massage into their personal relationships um and who want to to offer that as as you know, a gift they can give to their lovers, right? Oh this my. is this is yep. another thing that um, I can do for someone that I love, right? Um, a, a different way of seducing someone. 
Mm -hmm. Right. Um, sometimes people, especially people who are maybe not so great with words, or <laughs> but they are great with their hands. Yeah. Right. Or they're yeah. or they're like, don't have oh, to talk, baby. I don't, I don't know how to tell you what I want or how to give you everything that you know you need in this moment. But, but I, I can, can show you. I can touch you. Right. I love and that. yeah. And so, what does you know what does that look like for, um, you know what can you get what is this is this a gift maybe that you can give to your give to a lover um and and show your lover what sometimes it's also showing uh your lover what it is that you would like too right mm -hmm. um and so if you can learn how to to it's as i think touch is really a language yeah and so it's just learning more of that language and um i don't know i think for me touches is, is is my primary love language yeah. uh and for for me it's it's a way of being able to just pour into somebody mm -hmm. um and and give them what they need um and sometimes that can also be showing them how they can do that for me too uh mm -hmm. so it can be a very wonderful back and forth kind of experience so yeah so yeah i'm working on that with my with my friend and uh and that will be something offered in the spring. Um, That's so and, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited about those things. And, I feel like um, massage yeah. also can be a thing. Um, like, you know how there are different ways that people process arousal? Mm -hmm. um and you know like some people work like outside in some people work inside out some people you know need these certain things to be in place so that they can feel aroused um mm -hmm. i feel like massage to kind of start off you know an intimate you know an intimate evening or an intimate experience with someone massage can often be a gateway to arousal for a lot of people either on either mm -hmm. end of the the, the masseur the masseuse or the yeah. receiver right this can be Absolutely. like a, a door for for people that um you know need these certain things in place to be able to feel yeah. aroused yeah yeah it's it's an it's an excellent mode of foreplay yes in, in a lot time. of ways yeah. yeah and and you're right absolutely just as like in different ways but still for the for the giver and the receiver like i often find when i've given a really intense massage i i i feel it in my body at um just as significantly yeah. in a different way, but still just as significantly as if I had gotten the massage. Mm. Right. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. Like I actually like to give massages, you know, nine, 10 o'clock <clears throat> at night sometimes because I sleep like a baby. Yeah. Afterwards. That'll put you to sleep. You'll both have a really yeah. good sleep. That night. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. Right. And, and that's not with me getting any kind of, stimulation from the person physically yeah. right but it's just this that it's still a it's still an energy flow it's still an active thing right mm -hmm. like whether your your muscles are being manipulated by someone or you're using your muscles to manipulate someone mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, physically right like it's yep. it's both ways it's it's still this activity of um you know slow movement and you know pressure and intensity and and um, it can be very um, exhausting in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. let's so tell us where we can. It's about that time of the podcast. Tell us where we can find when this uh, workshop is coming out. Where we sure. should follow you um, if sure. we want to book a masturbation coaching with you. Where we can yeah. do all that. <laughs> Well, um, one thing is you could take a look at my newish website. It's just lushlin.ca. Mm -hmm. um, there's uh, lots of little tidbits on there and, and uh, it describes different kinds of work that I do. And there's a contact form there, of course, which is the best way to reach me. Ooh, um, look at you. you. Can... I just went to it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> there's 
also lots of pictures, yeah, but mostly in my face, you. but yes. Um, <laughs> um, so that's that's one place. Um, but you can also follow me on Twitter. That's probably my most active place that, uh, uh, that where I post things fairly regularly. So on Twitter and on Instagram, um, in both of those places, I am Lush Curvy Lynn. So, and, and Lynn is with two N's. Um, mm-hmm. And so you can find me in those places. Um, or, you know, look in Lady Pim's friend list. <laughs> <laughs> look back in our episodes if you want to hear, hear more audio. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah if you're an audiophile, we've done quite a few episodes <laughs> together at this point. I think this is the third one we've done for the yes. pod. Yeah. Many more yeah. to come, everyone. Yeah. You know, so, we love to chat. We certainly do. For me, folks, I'm also the most active on Twitter at the Lady Pim One, you, or you can follow me on Instagram at the Bedpost Podcast or at the Lady Pim. We have a Patreon, which you will find a lovely little impact video with myself and Lushlin. <laughs> if you oh, look yeah. look back that a couple of months, fun. that will be up there. So patreon.com uh-huh. slash the bedpost show for that. You can even <laughs> look on our YouTube channel. We've got a YouTube channel and that is the bedpost show as well. I also like to thank the lady who has done all the original music for the podcast. That is Stephanie Copeland, and you can find out more about her at stephcopelandmusic.com. Lushlin, this has been, as, as usual, as always, this has been just absolutely lovely. Thank you so very much for coming back on the pod. Thank you for having me. It was delightful. Anytime. We'll have to have you back real soon. Hope you enjoyed it, everyone. We will see you next week with another fun and sexy guest here in the studio. Talk about sex and sexuality on the Bedpost Podcast. Get fucked, everybody. Goodbye. Bye-bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 